0: Welcome to People Bring Profit into the Storm of Hospitality, where our goals are to walk you into the storm of this business to give you the confidence to win. My name is Chris Alexa, CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimberly Alexa, and Justin Smith, both part of our executive and leadership team. We came from nothing. Now we own and operate 15 restaurants over six different unique brands and many more to come. We're doing over 40 million per year in revenue, and we want to share how we did it with you. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to our podcast, People Bring Profit. Uh, thank you, Kim and Justin, joining me around this little round table. And we're going to tackle a, a tough topic that we're all talking about every news network, everywhere you go, is about inflation.
1: Yeah.
0: And man, it's tough. It is tough for all of us right now on the ops side, on the business side of everything, from everything we're doing. And we're going to try to share some nuggets of what we, how we see it, and kind of how we're attacking it. Just real quickly, you know, high-level stuff. Yeah. I know you guys are out there working hard on what you're trying to do and what you're, you're looking to do different, but this is something that we, uh, that we, we spend a lot of time on, mm-hmm. all you guys, I mean, around this table. So um, right now, the topic is inflation, and everybody's taking price. I mean... F- everybody and it's a trickle-down effect you know it's gas prices of course went up trucks are costing more to put on the road labor's gone up you know the cardboard box gone up everything's gone up
1: utilities energy
0: man power it's unbelievable it's unbelievable. So it's it's, it's it's a fight right now. And I'm proud to say that the way our team and the way we have tacked it, I mean, Justin, you brought it to our attention, to my attention a while back when you came in and showed me a and l and said, hey, you know, everybody, and, and I've heard it through our, our calls with other franchisors of other companies and other franchisees where they've lost about eight cents on the dollar. We're, we're proud to say that we we kind of were fighting that and keeping about four cents back in our pocket. Mm-hmm. So keeping, losing only about four percent pennies. Um, and, and we talk about raising pricing, man. Right. I mean,
2: we and you say everybody, we went through COVID and the pandemic. And I think um, something special about aspire to be is we were good stewards and wanted to create value for people who were going through hard times. And we didn't take price the entire time. So we were able to not lose those eight pennies while giving back to our guests and making sure that they were taken care of. But now is the time. It, it's been forced through our vendors and supply chain. And, and to stay in business, we have to take price now. So that, yeah. that that's where we're at. And that's just yeah, tough
1: Unfortunately, it's It's yeah. tough
0: because people are out there saying, oh, these people keep raising pricing. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're in it to – make, to make money, right? right? And Mm -hmm. to make, make our banks happy and make people happy and and pay our bills. Yeah. Just as everybody does at home, just as everybody at home out there, as as their costs go up, they go to the grocery store, the gas station and vacations. They got to cut back a little bit in some areas. Yeah. And and that's what I think that we've done really well, that I'm proud of us is we, instead of just raising prices, we kind of cut back on different areas that we could. So taking price, we had to. We did it. But then we also went back and focused on this as about the value. And we challenged our team and our leadership team out in the fields. If we're going to raise our pricing, we really got to get back down to basics. And we got to give that guest that walks in our stores the experience of a lifetime, kind of a back of the originality of a great hospitality. Because yeah. I've always said this in our meetings, I've said this in upper-level meetings that I've been with on in different calls, that it's not all about, you know, when people get their check, their invoice, they're to pay at the end of their bill, and they look at it, they don't sit here and say, wow, that's way too much money, when they had a great experience, right? When they had a great experience, when they say, oh, you know, at, at times, prices have gone up, but when they got great service tables were clean. You know, food was great. The food came out fast. The beer was cold. Everything was delivered in a, in a great manner. They don't mind paying a little bit more when they get that. And I've seen that read in socials. I've read that all over the internet. People say, hey, I understand they got to take pricing. And I kind of sum it up this way in our meeting. Um, it's like when you, you know, when, when you go to a place and, and, and something's shut down and it's not working correctly, you feel like, well, I got ripped off because I paid this fee to go to this place and it wasn't working correctly. Everything, wasn't working. Well, I didn't get a discount on that. So you just got to make sure you run that correctly, that you're given great hospitality and great service. So it's not just taking pricing. If you do take pricing, make sure you get everything working correctly, you know?
1: Yeah. So as we sat around that table and we said, we're being forced to raise our prices, we had no other choice. We didn't just stop there. We came up with, as a leadership team, getting back to the basics and what did that mean to us and what did that mean to our team. And that was getting focused in on the customer, getting focused in on our employees, providing for our customers. And we just ran with the game plan from there. Yeah. And so that's when operations came in and operations said, okay, we're going to refocus ourselves on hospitality and creating a great experience from the time the customer walked in the door to them not being... Yes, they're going to notice the price increase, but they're also going to get that great high level of experience while they're with us.
2: Yeah. It was an approach that I've never been familiar with. Coming from a corporate world, you you run the numbers, you look at what you need to take price on. That was the easiest part of this exercise, leading with creating value. And the way that you approach this whole exercise is when you send a spreadsheet and say, these are the prices we're taking, there's, you know, our frontline workers are going to have to deal with the result of that and folks coming in and paying 50 cents more, a dollar more on certain items. So that the teaching and the learning and the lesson and the play right from the start was how how do we increase our value? And definitely our, our mission was get back to the steps of service. Yeah. How are we faster? How are we opening the front door with them? And when they walk away, they need to make sure that we're on the positive column list and they didn't have any reason whatsoever because it only takes one, Yeah. right? It only takes one... Instance of waiting a little bit longer on your payment, and you could have gotten it perfect to, to ruin that. So we um, we focused on value and experience in an initiative that is typically driven by just receiving a spreadsheet and changing numbers. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and, and what I want to throw out to the, to everybody out there: it, imagine mm-hmm. this, right? You're you're raising your pricing. Everybody is from restaurants to cars to movie theaters. Everybody's raising their pricing. So you, let's say the the next newest phone comes out. We know the new iPhone always comes out every year, but it it always goes up in price, right, Justin? New laptops you just bought for us go up in price, but we look to see what are we getting different? Mm -hmm. What's, what's, What's different on it? Oh, it's a better camera. Oh, it's a faster processor. So as a guest or as a consumer, you're buying this product and you don't mind paying more because you know you're getting more. So that's where I think people need to look at it like just I I see a lot of people focusing on raising price and raising price and raising price. Uh, Should we not give them, you know, six mozzarella sticks? Let's give them five, you know, instead of raising prices. But what are you doing in the people? Mm -hmm. What are you doing to the people that come in the door? What are you doing extra for them? Since you're charging more, we need to raise our game more. Right? Yeah. We need to do a better job. Like you said, we need to focus on the people.
2: And we do that through tech, right? I mean, uh, one of the levers that we pull is technology and yeah. making sure that we've got the right technology guest-facing and back-a-house in our stores. So the guest-facing technology is are you looking into tablets? Are you looking into more effective ways to ring in orders, get that order into the kitchen, get it cooked faster, you know, and then ultimately getting people cashed out really efficiently so they can go on their way. So technology is a really, really big piece of this on top of the human element. Yeah,
1: because yeah, we want to respect their time. Yeah, well, While they're with us,
2: and that's what's cool about it. Because when we
0: raise in price, and we also, as a team, we go back and we look at like what can we do for the consumer? Adding tablets that means it, you know, it costs us a lot of money to do that, but it's getting the consumer their drinks faster. It's helping the server get more efficient in what she's doing, and she can wait on that table, you know, in a faster way and a and a in a nicer way too, because she's not running around so crazy all the time.
2: Be in tune with what your business needs are and what your customers are asking for. Time. To- To receive order and quality of food are two items in our business we have to pay utmost attention to. So we've got to be capitalizing on them if we ever think about raising, you know, price. And that's that's what we led with. And, you know, tech can help us with that. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that's,
0: that's important. You know, again, go back to the thing to say that it's, if you're going to raise pricing, also go look at the other side. What can you do different for your guest? If you're going to take that 10 cents, 50 cents, dollar, whatever you're raising your products up to, go back and see what you can do different internally in the store that can give that person a better experience, the better for their value. And they will not notice the increase that you did more, you know,
2: our front of house people drive our profits and we oh, will start every podcast and every initiative people. talking about that. But there to fight inflation, there's a ton of back of house work that we did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah.
2: there was a ton of back of house initiatives that that we worked on.
1: Well, that we had to hone in on. Yeah, You,
0: you know, and I, I think that you, what y'all did was is also to we, we attacked the op statement. I mean, so it's not just raising pricing, it's going back and trying to recoup some of that on the op side instead of passing that to the consumer so much, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. We we went line item by line item to see where we can cut the fat, so to speak, and hone in on those wasteful spendings and in operation operations was challenged by waste. They, You know, we challenged them, hey, is there any way that we can cut down on waste? We challenged them operationally, is there any way that we can not turn on the lights at 9 a.m.? Let's turn on the lights right before the customer gets in the door because our energy bill has um, doubled. And, and And they did that. They absolutely came to the table with with those type of things,
2: and a lot of those were P and L reviews and reacting to things that happened two, three, four months ago. So when we say kind of op statement, meaning like, can I give my team every single week a really good snapshot of what they did last week, so next week they can make some really good, you know, business decisions on how we're going to impact labor just a little bit, or make a better forecast, or make a better schedule, or place a better food inventory because we're, you know, our Cogs are just you know a little bit off. Um, and the the op statement for us and the tool that you need to really consider is do you have a snapshot of what you did last week? You know, your control, all of your controllable costs, and do you have a really close idea to a small percent on what that cash flow looked like? And we paid special attention to that. So we're so guest, you know, front-facing as a company, but we do know responsibly on the back end how we performed each and every week. And then we collaborate and get everybody together and talk about those losses and figure out how we're going to overcome them. And through our op statement, that's been a very, very helpful tool for us. But you have to know that those numbers. Yeah. Yeah, And
1: I think, you know, you said week over week, which is where very important because back in the day, we didn't have to do week over week. Week over week wasn't as important as it is now. During this inflation, week over week is very important. Used to, we could do like a four-week look-back period and make adjustments. But now it's so important during these times that we hone in as we can possibly do as a leadership team week over week. That's where we are winning. If
2: you're not, trucks aren't showing up and prices are drastically changing and you're not finding out until a month later. There's so much with supply chain in every industry right now that's just week over week changing and we have to be able to identify those things and react on them and act on them to from what we're not getting on an invoice to yeah. you know what's what's running low, uh, all of the above, because the supply chain in, is just so difficult to deal with. So week over week, and then when we're forecasting, looking back at last year isn't as meaningful. You're absolutely right as it yeah. used to be. No. And,
1: yeah. and that's
2: what's tough, is when you go back and look at sales data, and
0: you go back and look, I mean, heck, that COVID <laughs> threw all that out mm-hmm. when you're talking about sales volume. Sure. and But then cost you know you used to go look a year a year month over month like ah it's so different it changes now it pretty much not about a month it changes by the day you know what's also important too that it, you're out there is we were so bad about talking about
2: percentages we didn't talk about real dollars. Mm-hmm. I love this one. Yeah. Yes. We walked into the back of house and, and I, I've seen it before and you look at it like a board and you just want to celebrate and high five the heck out of it. But it's it's things that not everybody understands and relates to. True. So a lot of what you need to do with inflation is know your audience. And if you're losing $5 sitting on the floor, everybody can resonate with that. But if that's 0.34% of a GL code they're not familiar with, yeah. you're not going to make a meaningful move there. That like a basis
0: points basis points <laughs> sure yeah, and, yeah. and at
2: this table we, we can go basis points all day but are you know are your cooks or are your frontline workers do they understand what we're talking about when you get into if you if you can get to the point where you've got the outliers in your company there and you know what you need to focus on your job is to then relate to the people that actually have to make that change mm-hmm.
1: Hey there, before we get back to the show, we just want you to know that if you enjoy the podcast and would like to actually see our faces on screen, you can also find us on YouTube. Check out the link in the description, and we hope to see you there too.
0: You know, I want to go back and say this and why it's important. You know, this is how my mind works, right? It's like when you talk, even me, you use basis points. It's like, let me put that in a, in a mathematical form of real dollars. Yeah. I think I told my algebra teacher, I don't, I don't need algebra. I just needed to learn you know, how to make one plus one equal $10. I think you did. <laughs> there you I go. think I did say <laughs> it, it, and, and Let's back up. It wasn't algebra. It was pre-algebra. Okay. <laughs> but, but so, so let, me, let me use something in real time. And what makes it important that your people know this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I remember we were having a food cost issue. One of the stores, like, man, your, your, your variance is way off. Your food cost is off. Or your waste is a lot, too. And so we kind of put some pressure on, on one of these stores. And it was one mm-hmm. of our high-volume stores. And I went in there one day, and they were so proud of themselves. They put a waste bucket by the expo, yeah. the inside expo. And he's like, Chris, we are so tracking our waste. I'm like, oh, how are you doing that? Oh, we got
2: this bucket. And it was almost filled. With like, i know you get the anxiety of like a, oh my uh, goodness they we were so excited yeah. it's like
0: okay <laughs> they're like yeah so we can now know what
2: we're losing and you don't see that you don't see those buckets every day they're there yeah, yeah they're there but until you see it well the buckets you know,
0: normally the trash can where they're throwing it yeah. in there but yeah. it's yeah. like okay guys w- what are we doing to, we, we know what it is we knew what it is the paperwork was telling us but what are we doing about the bucket you know, what? yeah. But then they're like, "Oh, but we're just we're gonna track it now. We can kind of, but okay, hold on. Let me pull some money out of my wallet and throw in the garbage can too, because that's I don't know how many boneless that is, but let's say say twenty two dollars worth of boneless. Yeah, what are you doing throwing twenty two dollars in the trash? I'm digging it out. No, that's what you just threw away. So and it, 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 it's important that we talk about real dollars
2: and and with that exercise, every level needs to identify where the issue is. So that forced the cooks. I mean, when there was a full bucket, you knew the group of folks that that weren't, you know, dropping the appropriate amount or at the end of the rush dropped too many. and it was it was exposing exactly what was going on so the managers could get in there and make a change. But it was eye-opening. well, you know, it, 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 as business. As a
0: business owner and, and in whatever business you're in, it's just like your house. You cut your budget when things increase or, you, you know, so you're, you're, you might not be going to Disney for seven days. You're only going to do Disney for four because that's the cost. The same thing in your business. You really need to pay attention to that because now you look at your P&Ls. And before COVID, we all have these lines, and you would say, this is as much as we can spend on occupational. This is as much as we can spend on, you know, labor, food costs. But we also had a, a waistline. We all gave them a waistline. Well, guess what? We might have gave them 1% waste. I don't know. Can't remember what those numbers used to be. But now we need to cut that to half a percent mm-hmm. or whatever. Because now, and in keep increasing pricing to the guests, you need to also go in behind it and, and fix from behind. Fix the numbers that people don't see that the guests can't see. Help save that dollar from just going to the guests because a lot of people just keep raising their price but they're not actually looking below where your P&L's at that you can save some numbers, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And, and that's why we did the, the P&L um, Y'all scrub that baby like, down. Like y'all y'all scrub it like before. all the time.
0: Y'all continue to yeah. scrub it.
1: Yes. Yeah, we do. And we. it's so important. It's, it's mo- the most important thing that you can do right now as far as our department and accounting that we can do to assist operations in their day-to-day to make their... Targets that they're set within the company.
0: Yeah, I think you y'all y'all, y'all even scrubbed the office account a little bit too much too. That the, the refrigerator's not as cool drinks as it used to be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need to drink tap water, Chris, no more bottle water in this place. No, but that's what you have to do, Kimberly. Yeah, right? absolutely. And that's what you challenge us every day in this office. So, you know, when you talk about that and it's, it's um, you know, when you talk about the op statement, y'all spend a lot of time on it and just really work in it and, and you got to really focus on it, you know, stuff like that. So is there anything else that you want to kind of throw out there about this topic about, I mean, it's, it's a hard topic. It's inflation.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a hard topic, and I, and I'll say this too: is not only did we went go to our after we took price and we um, focused in on operations and it, the guest experience. We did. Uh, I'm going to bring the HR element in in this too. We did train our servers that hey, you might get the question that wings have increased, boneless increased, beers increased, but we we educated our servers as well to have that conversation with the guests. And we we told them, hey, this is the most important time right now for you to be on your game as a server. Because at the end of the day, we're cutting into their pockets too. We took price, but actually our industry, the service industry, that's going to feed down to our servers too. And so they're also going to have to be on their game. They're going to have to tackle this in their own way, inflation within their own way. As a company, we're doing it, but also our employees that serve this industry, they're also going to have to do it.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. That's so important that we did do that. And and, and Justin's team, we put a lot of pressure on them to do that because, you know, and we still, I I read an email yesterday about, you know, tipping. You know, that tipping's gone down. Yeah. And our servers are getting upset because there's somebody's coming in and not even tipping them. And, And, you know, and that's important because, again, guests are still going out. It slowed down a little bit, but people are— Slow down. So now they're—you know, they still might be eating, but the, the 20% has gone to 10% or the 10% has gone to nothing now. So it's important that you really pour into those, you know, your tables or your whoever's out there, your, your business that you understand that you need to teach your your staff that there's other ways that they can fight inflation. Because just on the upside, man, I think we took beer costs— I mean, like we, we, we fought that mm-hmm. we fought raising the beer costs because we try to do it one time a year, but this, I mean, we took, uh, in, we took price or, or price was passed on to us almost, I think four times this year before we even took the price yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, in
2: one calendar year.
0: Absolutely. And normally we just used to take one or twice a year, but now our big distributors are gone up to us four times. So it's just uh, and it, and, and it's probably going to hit us again. Yeah, so, and,
1: and my point to that was it, it not only affects us as a business, but it affects—it's a trickle-down effect to all of our—each level of business, operations, um, employees, everything yeah. is affected by um, inflation during these times.
0: Yeah, so it's important that I think at the end that, you know, we focus on—it's not just us in the office taking price, there's so many other levels, levers. Levers. That you're going you... <laughs> to get a
2: spreadsheet that says, if we take this price, you're going to gain 5% in sales. Yeah. But that's not the truth. No. The truth is you need to go to the drawing board to gain all of those 5% of sales. And Absolutely. you do that through creating awesome value you know, investing in technology where it makes sense and having really good systems in the back of house and week over week making awesome business decisions and giving your folks the tools to achieve that 5%. Yeah. You're just not going to automatically get it.
1: Yeah. yeah, you nailed that. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, a, that's a boom. That's yeah. a nugget mm-hmm. right there that you said. Um, Justin, anything else that you y'all want to share before we close this one up? It's all going to get better. It's going to get better as it
2: gets worse, right? Because we've become better at dealing with supply chain. We've been become better at, instead of losing eight, we're going to lose four next year. We're going to lose three and a half or three, because that's what we're aspiring to be better next year than this year and tomorrow than today. And our people drive a lot of that, even though it's a spreadsheet and, uh, it's a really difficult conversation for everybody. And hopefully there's just a couple nuggets of, you know, awesomeness in this combo that, uh, you know, makes taking price a little bit easy for you. Yeah, yeah, and, and no, it, it has to be done. It Has to be done. You're, yeah. you're gonna have to take price, but
0: don't just take price on your on your on your um, on your. Have prices. a plan for That's what right.
2: that goal is on that spreadsheet that and, you and get. Attack, That's what pr- I was yeah. about to say. Yeah,
0: attack yeah. pricing on both sides, attack the pricing that you're pushing out to the guest and attack pricing on the side of you too. uh, So you don't have to pass that dollar. Maybe you can only pass 50 cents off to them. So uh, it's important. And Justin, you nailed that too on that point is people ask us all the time, like, what's the plan? What's the two-year plan? What's the five-year plan? Man, with COVID, (laughs) I think that's shown us all we better always expect the unexpected and it, this, this isn't going to stop. I mean, and if it does, we're still fighting it, and it'll be better for us, even better, you know, in the, in the future for us. The we point will
1: always is have
2: that. a plan with Kim on our side. Yeah. Always. <laughs> That's
1: what I was going to say. The point yeah. is have a plan. That's the
0: point. Yes, ma'am. Um, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening, guys. Again, join us on Spotify, on Apple right? And, uh, man, look at our Lincoln pages. We're all over the place. Come join us and make comments, please. I mean, we want to hear stuff that we want to talk about. Again, we, we sit here and in this office and we talk about topics that we want to bring up and what we enjoy talking about or what we can share. But there's a lot of topics out there that we might be missing over that we really want to hear that you, you want to hear from us and what our, in, in, how we look at things in this. So, um, thank you again. And I appreciate you girls. Boys for enjoying us. Yeah. And uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh, we'll see you soon on the next episode. Thanks, guys.
2: Yes, sir.